0: Every once in a while, she she scolds me. She's like, Nate, you can't say that on the podcast. I'm like,
1: oh, am sorry. To
2: be fair, in 115 episodes, I have only had to bleep out three swear words.
1: That is I'll tell you what, impressive. you better get your bleep button ready now, Sheila, because it's going to be <laughs> off the chain today.
2: No, 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 no. Let's keep that to a minimum.
1: Oh, I'm
0: redo gonna, your hair. Yes. I need to do yes, my hair. Definitely. You definitely need to do your hair, Ryan. Run a, run a brush <laughs> through that that mane of yours. <laughs>
2: This is The Messy Back End, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed.
0: Welcome, thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. If we are observant, we will see what differentiates companies that are successful from those that ultimately fall flat. And with any luck, we can spot those lessons before making the same blunders ourselves. And While in life, occasionally it's best to let others make their own mistakes so they can learn from them, there's no reason not to share business wisdom with those who are coming up behind us. In an article on Forbes.com, Mary Uton once said, Part of living and working in the startup world is learning from mistakes, both your own and others.
2: On our expert segment today, we're going to be speaking with Ryan Walker. Ryan is the host of the Walk the Line podcast, of which I was a guest last year, where I had a blast chatting with Ryan. The Walk the Line podcast is a long form conversation with friends and guests that includes entrepreneurs, actors, musicians, authors, artists, and beyond. Ryan also has run his own recruiting business for the past seven years.
0: And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. As an added bonus for the messy backend exposed, our expert Ryan will not only share his experience, expertise, and the tools he suggests to get your backends cleaned up, but he will also expose how to have fun while building your business.
2: What a great episode this one is. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Messy Backend. Brought to you by our digital marketing agency, Lock and Load Marketing, where if it tires you out, you can hire it out. We wanted to take a minute and stop and thank you for being such great listeners.
0: Seriously, we can't do this without you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us these last two years. We've loved sharing our expert guests, our stories, our experiences, our embarrassing, messy back-end bloopers with you. We have just loved everything about this podcast. And if you love the show as much as we do, we want to hear from you. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or email us at hello at Who knows, soon we may just have cool branded swag to give out to our top fan.
2: That's gonna be super cool. And don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. You can find all of those links at themessybackend.com slash subscribe. So never miss an episode because they're pretty fun. Then check us out on Facebook and YouTube for video episodes. Now onto our expert, Ryan Walker for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks, here we go.
0: So today we have one of our favorite messy backend questions submitted by one of our listeners. He said, I have been thinking about starting my own business for some time, but I know it takes a lot of work. I think I am finally ready to jump in with both feet. What do I need to know before starting my own company? Ryan, what do you, what do you say here to that? What would you
1: say? Do you know there's so many things when I started doing my business as well, um, that it just it does get overwhelming and it does become such like, where do I start? What do I do? How do I do this? And the worst thing that I've noticed is that so many people throw so much information at you uh, all at once and there's people going you need to do it this way you need to do it that way but the fundamental thing is just really kind of take your time and plan it take your time where you want to be how you want to do it and how you're going to get there you know what sort of business are you actually creating sitting down and have a plan is it going to be like an online business is it going to be just a, a bricks and mortar sort of business then figure out and go from there. One of the main things that I really struggled with is I am not. Uh, I'm for my business it's into recruitment, so it was mostly into like kind of more salesy. I'm a people person. I like to talk to people. That is it. That's my main like kind of objective sort of thing. I am not an accountant. I am not an admin person. I am not um, a marketer. Anything like that. So. Getting to grips with that very quickly was a bit of a struggle. So you have to be prepared to, if you double down on your strengths. And one of the things I did as well was not realizing that, that that was my strengths and outsourcing the rest of the things that I wasn't good at, that I could actually, if you've got, if you've got the funding there, but you've got different websites like, um, I don't know, a Fiverr and Upwork that you can actually do that with. And you can actually use outsourcing to do your accountancy or to do your marketing, do your, um, uh, uh, admin stuff like that, to kind of really kind of hone in there's so many different platforms and websites and help out there that people don't, under- don't realise and don't know, do the research have a look, spend some time and do the business and once you do that um, it takes a little bit of time to get it set up but once you do it, it makes your life so much easier and uh, it took me a long time to realise that to be fair <laughs> it was yeah, horrible I-
2: I think the best advice someone could have given me is just like what you said at the very beginning to make a plan because I get all of these really big ideas and I I get way too many big ideas. So if I had stopped and looked at the end of the day, what do I want my business to look like in five years? Mm. And I realized that I was overcomplicating it and really just water it down, water it down, water it down, water it down, because you just get to the point where you've got 4,000 things on your to-do list and you can't get anything done. And then, like you said, it's like a fire hose of information because you can get so much information. And on one of our episodes with um, Steve Dotto as one of the really early episodes that one of the things that he said is just stop listening to what everybody says and find what works for you and use what you have. You know what I mean? It's like you said, don't don't spend thousands of dollars. Don't go out there trying to do every single thing, but try and. You know, do what works for you in your business. Yeah,
1: take your time and do it. You know, there's nothing, it's not a marathon, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, a lot of people are a lot too short-sighted when it comes to stuff like that, when they start off stuff and they're only concentrating on months, months, months. But you have to really kind of concentrate on Years, if you want, you've got you want to have that longevity. You don't want to be sitting there thinking about two months down the line. You want to be sitting thinking about a year down the line. Can I sustain this in a year? If I can't, how am I going to switch it up? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? How am I going to do it? Do I need to learn stuff? Am I not good at stuff? Invest in yourself. That's the main thing. Invest in yourself.
2: Yeah, and work backwards from that. Yeah.
1: Reverse engineering. I love that phrase. It took me a long time to realize what reverse engineering actually meant. You know, you listen to all these like Gary V's and reverse engineer what you need to do. And I'm going, what, what's he talking about? How do you reverse engineer something? I don't know. But eventually I found out what that means. Well, reverse
2: it. engineering food is harder than reverse engineering a business. That's the that's <laughs> the one that I can get confused. I like, eat this and then figure out how they made it. No, it's much easier to look at a business and figure out how you want to do it. It's like, what do you want to be doing on a daily basis? Yeah, And then determine, okay, if you have this business, what is it going to require of you? Yeah. And on another thing to consider, I think too, is what are you going to sell it? Because a mm. lot of people like this happened Scalab- to me. I don't know if it's happening to Nate. I kind of have a feeling it is. We are the main thing of our business. It's not sellable. It's mm. not uh, con- um, multipliable. What it, what's the word I'm looking for? Nate? Scalable. Scalable. It's scalable.
0: Not scalable. Yeah. yeah. So I like multipliable
2: reading. better <laughs> though. Maybe <laughs> people understand <laughs> that better. It's like, look at that movie, Duplicity. Have you ever seen that movie, Duplicity, where Michael yeah. Keaton duplicates himself and with every duplication, he gets dumber and dumber and <laughs> dumber. And, and I'm always afraid that that's what's going to happen. And I've, I'm, a, I'm a great at teaching people to delegate. I'm terrible at actually doing
1: yeah, it. That's the, and that's the thing as well. You're going to have to really put in the work as well. A lot of. Uh, there's a lot of people out there starting businesses up and they don't, they've not got it planned out. They just think they're, they're going to be like a millionaire within a year. You know, they, they've got this idea. They've started, and to be quite honest with you, I am not ashamed to say, I was one of those back in 2015 when I started my first one. I honestly thought within a year, I was telling everyone, I'm going to be a millionaire in a year. It's going to be great. I'm going to buy a house. I've got to actually, I'm going to build my own house because I can I'm going to buy a car. It's going to be amazing. A year down the line, it wasn't like that at all. I was struggling, <laughs> struggling, because I thought everything, I was expecting everything to come to me. I thought I was, my arrogance, I was very arrogant and very kind of naive of all business and what it's all about, expecting everything to come to me without putting the minimal amount of work into it, because I thought my way was the best thing in the world. Obviously, that didn't work out, and... um a, a bit of a realisation, a bit of a wake-up call very quickly to yeah. understand. That's not how the world works, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic too uh, because I feel like a lot of times we we have these big goals and we say, okay, yeah, we, we're going to be a millionaire in a year or whatever, but we don't actually look at the, the roadmap. Like, we call it reverse yeah. engineering, but it really is a roadmap that we have to go and look at and say, okay, just like what she was saying, like, if we want... To say, okay, five years from now, I want to be able to be running my business, you know, sitting on a beach or at my kids' soccer games or wherever those goals are that you have. The whole reason is starting that entrepreneurship, uh, starting that business. Like Ryan, your goal was, I want to be able to build my own house. You know, like really, that was a goal that you get as a result of, you know... Hard work and, and building this business, but yeah. I feel like a lot of times we overlook the steps of well, what would that really take to get there. It's not just oh, I need to make you know ten thousand sales or whatever it might be. Like you said, you're a people person, and oh, let me just keep on selling and it's going to work. But there's a lot more to that with a business, so we need to reverse engineer that you know, to use that term.
2: And what are you doing on the beach? I've heard that so many times, right? Like I just going to do my business from the beach. Well, I started out as a virtual assistant, moved into digital marketing, moved into flipping businesses. And whenever I would look at that and hear someone say, you know, what are you, you know, I'm going to run my business from a beach. Certainly I could run my business from a beach, but what I did not anticipate was that I would still be Building the sales funnels and reviewing the books and you know, Mm -hmm. all of the things. So look look and see. Like there's that book, right? Four hour work week, which Mm -hmm. four hour work week is really kind of if if you're the owner of a business is not really logical, it's not possible. But what it is is four hours a week, you're getting other people to do all the work and then you're supervising them, right? Mm So I don't know.
1: I mean, I've tried to work like that as well. You can work remotely. I mean, most businesses you can work remotely, but it's pretty hard. Proof in the pudding.
2: proof in the pony, twenty twenty. (laughs)
1: Everybody, right? Well, that's it. Yeah, but there's obviously you're gonna have to use it. You can't just work straight away like that. There's other stuff involved in it as well in the background. You can't just work like from a beach. I'd love to work from a beach. Obviously, I won't be able to stay there for long because of my crazy Scottish. uh, uh, complexion the sun is my back, uh, the sun is my worst enemy but it is that nowadays the technology is there depending on what business you can but it's not going to be a hundred percent you're going to have to have a really good as you say a good back end if that makes sense to keep that moving and keep that going sort of thing so yeah. it's a bit of a funny one really to be fair
2: yeah tell us uh, ryan about your podcast and um maybe some of the cool back-end stories that you've heard about people who have run their business and like cool, fun things that have happened. I know when you and I did um, the recording on your podcast, yeah. um, you were getting ready for your birthday party in the backyard and your daughter was doing all these fun things. And so we meet a lot of really fun people doing podcasting, but yeah. tell us some of your cool back end stories.
1: Cool back. What the guests I've had on just yeah. uh. Sort of thing. I've had oh, I tell you what, I've had a few of them. I've had because uh, I obviously when you do the podcast, and that was another thing. I am so bad at administration and organisation, and it's really it's shocking that I am an ex military man and I am that bad at it. It's ridiculous. I am an ex air force guy for seven years, and I just my my missus right now is literally she is like my PA sort of thing. She tells me who's actually on my show the next week. It's ridiculous. And, um, but I'm really bad at it. Um, so what I try and do is, like, can I do a little bit of uh, an intro coming. I mean, we did it with you with yourself, she will be going for a little five, ten-minute call and to get a good idea of it. And I've had some crazy stories about some crazy people talking about... Um, I think someone came through in a conspiracy theory and all that sort of stuff. She came on and she was she was saying don't get the don't get the COVID jab. I'm like, why is that? Because they're going to mind control you. And I'm like, oh god, we've got one here now. And she, it was I wanted to speak to her because she was an ex-force. She was from Florida. <laughs> she has it already guys, and um, she was like, uh, oh yeah, they're, they're mind controlling you. And I, this is only supposed to be a five, 10 minute chat. An hour and a half later, I am still on this call where this girl is going through the ins and outs of how the government is mind-controlling everyone through everything. And I'm like, I want to, I literally wanted to bang my head against the brick wall. It was horrendous. And it was horrible, horrible. I've this also- is when you
2: say something like, so... Sister, sister, you need to stop talking because they're listening right now. We better cut this off right now.
1: Beep. Yeah, no. Yeah, you need to stop eating paint. I think that's what you need to stop <laughs> doing. You've been, you've been, you've been in the loony for I would tell you, God, that was crazy. It's crazy. My response to anyone that's like, well, there's mind control,
0: you know, in things like vaccines. I go, you know, anytime you open up a newspaper or turn on the TV or turn on the radio they're mind controlling you. Advertisements, marketing, course, the new, is. everything is a form of mind control. They're telling us what to think and what to buy and what to believe and what to talk to our neighbor about. Do you really think they need to go an extra level and inject something into our arms to do that? No, that's, yeah. that's not me at all. And I mean, this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast, so we're not going to dive into that, but no, it's, it's just a rabbit like,
1: hole we don't want to go down. <laughs> no,
0: no, not at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> No, people are
1: people are great. Right. But yeah, it's it's the the biggest thing from my, the the from my show was really getting to grips with the 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 the, the, the administration side of things, organization. I mean, you guys have got. I'm you, I'm taking some tips from how you guys do it because your admin side of stuff is on point, and I'm like I am nicking that. So uh there you yeah. go. I'm having some of that. So whoever's going to come on my show next, you're gonna you're gonna have like invites coming over. You're gonna have reminders every 10 minutes just, just to make sure you're going to get there in time and if oh, you're yeah. late
2: got you <laughs> yeah, you fooled
1: yeah hey, that's, that's all Sheila me. though by the way just FYI like <laughs> is, that my a, is that why she has got is that what she has got a massive ground on her face God, yes
0: yeah, yeah well she no she's got imposter syndrome right now she thinks that <laughs> she's not organized and that she doesn't have this all under control but she's got it way more than you and I Ryan like She told me years ago when we started this podcast, she said, Nate, let's start a podcast together. I said, I know nothing about podcasting, nothing. I've never even listened. And this is true to this day. I've still never listened to a podcast episode from start to finish all the way through, like not a single one. And she's like, what? Okay. Well, all you need to do, Nate, is show up and look pretty. And I go (laughs) on a podcast she goes, yes. And I go, I can do that. And I told her this <laughs> morning before you even hopped on, she's like, I'm, I need to still finish combing my hair. And I was like, all right, well, at least you comb your hair to look pretty. I'm now at the level, Ryan and, and listeners, I put on cologne for this podcast. So I'm going to smell good for, for my guests and for my audience. So all of you just inhale through the nose and smell that if, if it smells good wherever you are that's me if it if you don't smell good it's it's not me that's something it's you. else but it's <laughs> yourself yeah so. yeah that's that's you sorry that's about that
1: dedication but, right there i love it
0: but no yeah we i i don't do any of the the organization and stuff that's sheila but that's one of those huge things that has to deal with you know like we talk about the messy back end When we first started out, you know, 115 episodes ago, we didn't have this down at all. It wasn't, oh, here's your script, here are your questions, this is when you're coming on, this is when it's going to be... No, it was a a disaster. Um, To quote one of my favorite movies, it was a cluster cuss. Um, You know, just it (laughs) it was a disaster. I mean, it wasn't. It was just very... It was a messy back end. And we loved it. And... We, we just you continue to grow and you develop and evolve so you know,
1: yeah. the, the 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 my first episode i actually did with the podcast as well was it was a funny story i was out with my friend charlie who was one of my uh, guests he was the first guest actually and uh, we're in a pub somewhere we're in we're in the, the the town we're having a few drinks and we're chatting away we're going about the podcast, coming up with the ideas. You know, you get a few drinks down your neck, and it's just like all of a sudden, you're like, "Yeah, you could do this. You could do that. Great, this is a great idea." And he just went, "Why don't we just do it now?" And I went, "What's that's crazy talk? You need you need all this special gear, microphones, but nah, you got a phone on you." And I went, "I went, yeah." He goes, "Can you record on your phone?" I went, "Yeah." I went, "Let's do it now." And I went, "All right then." So there's us about ten o'clock at night. A few drinks down the neck, you know. We're a bit. We weren't like kind of legless or anything, but we're we're getting there. The shots were on the way, and we're sitting in the pub with the with with the phone right in front of us, and then we just started recording. And that is basically my first episode, and it was one of my most popular episodes to date, which I'm a bit devastated on because I spent so much money on computers and microphones. And all I need was an iPhone. So if you listen to this, guys, don't worry about all the expensive equipment. Get yourself a phone. It's all you need.
2: It's It's true. And that, well, that's the biggest thing too, is a lot of people think they have to have all of these millions of things. So my husband has this wild hair. He's going to start a business now because he's going to retire from the military in two years. So he's like, I want to start a business. I want to do team building. I want to have like team building events. So he's in the military. He teaches decision-making. His brother teaches martial arts. Like he's like Mr. Dojo. I mean, like big guy teaches martial arts. Matter of fact, Side story. He was doing a presentation once with a sword and came down with the sword and went right through his calf. He pulled it out and said, (laughs) and that's how you do it, and walked off without even flinching before he started going, okay, time for the hospital. So he's gonna be (laughs) on.
1: That's a, that's a heroic move right there. It's yeah. like, what do you do? You have yeah. to act prop and hard as nails in front of everyone. Right. Everyone's probably gone, my God, he man's on the stage. Oh, blood right everywhere.
2: Now. Blood everywhere. But anyway, so so he comes, you know, Vance comes to me and he says, Well, I'm gonna start this business. He says, well, Will you help me? And I'm like, I'm semi-retired now. And I'm like, Do you realize what you're asking me? He's like, Yeah, we only have to do it one day a week for like three hours. It'll be awesome. I'm like, do you realize what you are asking me? Because he did—he doesn't understand this. The, he doesn't understand the back end at all. He's like, "Yeah, it was just once a week," and I'm like, "No, you don't understand. You're asking me to go back full time work so that you can work one day a week." <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I did a logo for him. It's going to be called Wild Coyote Team Building. And so I did a logo for him, and he's like, "What am I looking at?" I said, logos, which one of these do you like? He's like, I don't know. What am I looking at? I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> then I showed him some color combinations just to get some ideas for colors for branding. And he's like, what am I looking at? I said, color combinations. Which one do you like? He's like, I don't know. What am I looking at? And I'm like, oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is going to be like, you go out in the field and I'll be sitting here doing marketing. But I, I flat yeah. out told him right at the beginning. I'm like, look, uh, uh, I'm willing to help you get set up and get you started. But we immediately have to hire someone because. Otherwise I'm not in retirement anymore.
0: (laughs) Let's make him listen to this podcast episode. Maybe that anonymous question that was at the beginning is actually Vance. Maybe he submitted that in (laughs) and he's like, I'm ready to start a business love. And you're like, Oh, we got to delete the love. Make sure that they don't know it was Vance.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, you do get those creepers out there. So you never know. Anybody could say that these days, but
0: I was usually me though. (laughs)
1: I got my first troll that I remember on the, the podcast before with Sheila and we were talking about trolls and all that sort of stuff online. I got my first troll a couple of weeks ago, which I actually I'm actually so happy about. I am hit ex- it, yeah. I've hit the big time. I've hit the big time. I put a video out there, a little clip giving some, it, giving all this and giving it, oh yeah, this is what you need to do, in my podcast. And then someone commented underneath it and went, I didn't realize Johnny Sins' dad did podcasting now. And I went, Oh yes, I love that. I, I thought that was a compliment. You know, I was, like, it I, is. I, was like, I was like, I text underneath it, Taught the guy, everything he knows. Oh yeah. Me, the trolls. There you go. It's That's the good.
2: truth. When, when you are getting trolled, when people are copying you and when people are being just really mean and like trying to put you down and stop you from doing what you're doing, you have hit your stride, stride like it. harder. It's time That's to set. grind, baby.
1: <laughs> oh god here we go <laughs> get involved now this is go time yo
0: what, sheila speak. just turned into gary v now she's like gotta grind gotta hustle do it hustle bro yeah let's okay, do I gonna this. Say,
1: yeah i know a little, little bit of a, less expletives than gary v to be fair he's uh he's yeah, landed everywhere
2: i would love to yeah. have gary v on the show but i'm not sure that it would be a family show if i had gary yeah. v on the show but the fact is, is that so. we. What we want to do, right, is when someone wants to start a business like my husband, we have to really kind of sit them down and say, i love your idea. It's brilliant. And I've done this so many times with clients. And let's now get back to reality. And we see that this is what you want to accomplish. But what does it really look like? And how are you really going to accomplish it? And now, especially with the world we're in, marketing has changed. Yeah. You can't just put up a 13-step sales funnel, upsell, upsell, upsell. People are sick of the 45-minute videos to get to the end to find yeah. out that you're going to pay $69 for this thing or whatever it is. And then, you know, you're on this page where all you see is a video and there's nothing underneath it. Nobody got time for that. No. You you know, there, you have to do things like podcasting and things like that. And like you already said... I mean, there, I would bet that more than, I'm not, I'm, this is my statistic and you know, 99% of statistics are made up. Um, the, this is, is that like 50% of these people who are doing podcasting are doing them with their phones. Mm. I mean, I'm sitting here with a Mac and an iPhone head headset. I don't, I don't, I do have fancy lighting, but I worked up to that, you know, before I would just sit when you and I did, did our interview, Ryan, I was Mm. sitting in front of a window.
1: Yeah, that's you know, so I had the lighting. I'm doing right now.
2: Yeah, so I mean, people need to realize that it. it we don't want to make you run the other direction. We want you to go start your business. We want you to be successful, but we want you to be realistic about it so that you don't get discouraged and quit. That's, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why a lot of businesses fail is that they just get these big ideas. They think they can do it. Then they find out, like you said, about the bookkeeping and the admin and the taxes and the contracts. And oh my goodness, I just had someone tell me they had to fire a subcontractor. I said that who then went behind their back and started trashing them to everybody, their clients. I'm like, well, do you have a contract? nope no contract mm. with their subcontractor i'm like so there's no guarantee for your clients that their information is safe yeah and you can't stop them from stealing clients from you now and i'm like oh so all the little things you know but we had we do have a saying here at the messy back end and it's if it tires you out hire it out and it's just like what you said at the beginning hire out the stuff that you don't need now here's a little thing too that we talk about is that you can do trades and i think that this is the direction that a lot of things are going right it's kind of like using Bitcoin, it's fake. So you trade something. So I might do something for Nate in trade for him to do something for me. And we each use our skills to help support each other. And so that's when you get this co-op thing going, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's it. And it's, it's all about, can I also going to touch on a few bits and pieces from there, it's, it, it's not to be scared to pivot and not to be scared. To, don't be too close-minded. You know, stop looking down like the, 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 corridor. There's other things, options you can actually do. Don't focus on one thing. Say my business needs to go in this direction. Things change. Mm -hmm. You might find a little bit doing it. And be open to open to new ideas and new things to get involved in it. Don't just be focused on one sort of thing. And that was obviously one of my uh, many, many, many issues when I started my business up. Uh, obviously, my first one—that's obviously my first business—is now gone, and thank God it has. But I've got you my second ones.
2: Businesses are gone. It's like when uh, you go yeah. to college. You go to college. I'm going to be a doctor. And by the time you leave, you know you're a secretary.
1: <laughs> you're a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: YouTuber. <laughs> a YouTuber. A podcaster. Like. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it may not it's end a... where you think you're going at the beginning. I think I've had six brands. And what's really funny is someone came up to me once and said, "You're changing your brand again." Blah 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 blah. Troll troll troll. Mm. Two weeks pivot. later, guess what she did?
1: Changed her brand. <laughs> I said, "Don't be scared to pivot. Do not be scared yeah. to pivot and say something different because you, your market could literally um, dry up within days. Look what happened last year. The amount of businesses that dried up for because of the COVID situation and people working from home. That everything like real estate near enough died on that sort of thing. You know, especially commercial real estate." non-existent anymore it's what it's like in the uk anyway or i don't know what it's like over in the us but the uk is dead and it's dead as a dodo right now mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. uh you, you gotta have to be able to understand that is, is your business pivotable can it do that can you actually do that or is it just designed for one specific reason and if it isn't you kind of have to kind of mix that up a bit to make sure you can do it when needs to
2: Yeah, definitely. Are there any like um, books or blogs or places that you go for trusted resources? So I have my Women's Network, Yes Women's Network, where we really like to say, if you need a trusted resource, come here. Instead of just doing a Google search, go, Mm -hmm. is there somewhere that you recommend for people to go look for, you know, besides our podcast and your podcast?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, do you know what? One of the the main things that I like to do is mentorship and joining a sort of like a group sort of yourself. That's is that's what I did. People speaking to people who are in the same boat as yourself. You can find them wherever. There's a lot of groups out there that can actually do it on Facebook, but there's actually a lot of offline groups running about your area. For I mean, in the UK right now, they have something which is get, building a lot of popularity due. To, People starting their own business with the COVID, you can get um like kind of Zoom meetings like this like now with people who are doing exactly the same thing, same thing as yourself. And it's I'm a big fan of learning by doing, but when you learn by doing and then somebody else is doing the same level as you sort of thing, you climb together and you could change ideas, you can say, Oh, that idea could be really good for what I'm doing. How did you do that? And you just bash off ideas off each other and you get a really good kind of you learn uh of different things so i, I like doing mentorship in groups like that that's the main thing that i used to well, i still do now i've got one of my mentors is uh one of my well she's one of our good friends now and uh, she kind of teaches me because i keep taking the mic now by saying that the uh the padawan has now become the master and she gets upset about it <laughs> she goes no i'm not you're not better than me i'm better than you now you've you taught me too well you taught me too well i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna either. have you.
2: Yeah. Every leader should want their, the people that they teach and train to become better than them. I mean, I, I am so proud of the girls, the VAs who I've trained who have become better than me. I'm just so proud.
1: That's it. That's it. And it's a, it's a bit more, it's, yeah, it's a bit more fulfilling. You want them to exceed. You want them to be better than you. That's the main thing about teaching sort of thing. But yeah. So as I say, yeah, it's going to be like groups, join a group, People that are even, even if you've got friends, I mean, one of my good friends is started. He's exactly the same business as me and recruitment and side of stuff, but he's more in a different sector. We do it all the time. We sit there and go uh, and jump on calls every other day and uh, we bash out some ideas. And when everything starts opening up, we go. I go to his office. I mean, I'm working from home, but he's, he's doing a lot better than me right now because he's got an office. So I'm not jealous. I will get one eventually. And uh, so i go to his office and we just sit there and go through it all, you know, and just come up with ideas. And it's motivating because when you're working with someone who's going through the same thing that you're going through, you can understand that it's not just you that's going through all this rubbish that's happening and difficulties. Somebody else has gone through and it makes you feel a bit better. And you're like, okay, that's realizations. Now I can carry on and hit it
0: i think you're absolutely right with that i i have several friends that are kind of in different spots in their businesses but it's a similar type of business and so mm-hmm. they've gone through some of the same things i go through th- things so sometimes like we're just even if it's just, I see something that they're doing on like their Snapchat story. And I'm like, Hey, what do you, what do you do about yeah. this, this, and this? And they're like, Oh, I don't do it that way. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But we're just like helping each other out and then they'll call me out on things. And they're like, Nate, you're not using this program. Why aren't you? And I was like, wait, I didn't know that it existed. Like, please share, tell me more. And you know, mentorship exactly. is a huge thing. So Yeah. You know, I think to kind of sum it up, like we talked about a few different things about, you know, to answer the question of like, what do I need to know before starting my own company? I think we kind of broke it down to, you know, have kind of an understanding of where you're wanting to go, Hmm. but understand that you need a pivot, that you can't just be locked in doing the one thing the whole time. But I think a big thing that we all can kind of agree on is that we need mentorship. We need to be able to go and uh, adapt and, you know, work with other people and try to figure out how to make ourselves better and just be okay with not being perfect from the get-go. Like your first episode was on a phone and it's fantastic. I love that. I'll go listen to part of it. Not the whole thing though, <laughs> I, I don't listen. That's, to that's such episodes. a backhanded
1: compliment as well. Uh, it is. A, you should.
0: You should take that as a compliment. It's. I will go listen to part of it. That's, he has to yeah, even listen listened to so part
2: cool. of ours, so that is a huge oh, compliment. Fair. Yeah. He's that's
1: like, why fair. do I have to listen to it? I was there. Yeah, <laughs> but, I've never listened to any of ours. I like, it. Everyone keeps saying that to me as well. Is that have you listened to any of your shows? No. I I, I was there. I know what happens. I don't need to rewatch I, I, it. I, right. I I was there for the conversation. I'm in
0: it. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) this guy walked up to me the other day uh i was i was at a bar and he's performing he's he was the guitarist and comes up to me between his sets and he goes hey i was listening to your podcast the other day and i love it and i was like wait what how'd you even he's like i don't know i googled you and i found you on a podcast and i really love it and he goes and like i just love how sassy you are and all my friends are like that's the word to describe Nate is sassy. And I was like, I guess I'm portrayed as sassy on our podcast, but I don't even know because I never even <laughs> listened to any of that. But I've i felt flattered. So
2: that's really flattering because you know we yeah. actually have had this huge uptick. Like about a month ago, all of a sudden, yeah. like we we hit the stride. And now you know when you hit the stride, when you start getting spam from people, I found your podcast, and blah blah mm. blah. Then and, and the numbers just, um, how much did they go up? Like eight hundred percent or something? And they like wow. all of a sudden they just did this huge jump. And so we're not complaining. We like it. No. We love our listeners.
1: That's what I've done as well. We've been we've been doing well for mine as well. Took a massive jump. But I'm, I start With my show, it's obviously all about people's stories and what they're up to and all that sort of stuff. But I'm starting to kind of pivot mine a little bit more and go a little bit more of the entertainment route because it's more fun. You know, I understand that the the thing about podcasts is if it's entertaining and educational, you've got the ideal podcast platform. You know, that's what they always say. But I like to go down the entertainment route. You know, Some some of the shows and some of the people I've had on the show are, it has been, it's quite hard-hitting. You know, I've had some really mm-hmm. kind of interesting stories and you're like, whoa. And so I've had feedback saying, we come on you because you're entertaining, Ryan. You know, we want to hear you and the rest of your guests entertaining and having a laugh and having a joke. And some of the, you can't really do that when you hear somebody's <laughs> like, had some bad news and stuff. And you're like, oh, it's a bit weird. Oh, I know,
0: right? <laughs> some people are definitely... I don't want to use the word boring but a lot less exciting is a good way of putting it a lot (laughs) less entertaining to use that entertainment word but no Ryan
1: it's boring
0: yeah no Ryan you've been super entertaining uh, super knowledgeable I love what you've brought onto our show and you've been definitely an asset that we've had you on so I want to thank you for being on here Um, you know if People who are listening, if they have gotten this far, if they're not like me and they actually listen to the full (laughs) podcast um, and they'd love to hear more of you, Ryan, what's the best way they can go and find you?
1: Uh, as well it's the, the walk the line podcast it's available on all major platforms out there wherever you get your podcasts from uh, and if you want to get in touch with us send an email or go through the facebook i've just started a facebook group guys how good is that A hey, community. let us in, let us in. Get, uh, we're not
2: in there yet
1: get in there i'll send you guys an invite it's all about just kind of talking and just it's basically just chatting crap and just me putting stupid memes up right now i'm kind of trying to figure out how to work it i'm getting there not an expert, just yes, yet. Yeah. I'll get there eventually. So, yeah, jump on the Facebook page, jump with the group, have a chat, get to know me. We'll have some fun, listen to the show, and earn me some money.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> You're Perfect. the man. It's such a blast having you.
1: Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Ryan. Game. Take care. Into
2: today's episode of The Messy Back End. We know, we know, you can't get enough of us. So have us on your podcast or have us speak at your next event. Visit themessybackend.com speaking and send us your event details.
0: It's true, we love speaking. And we also want to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network, where you will find the connections you need to achieve your dreams. Find out more at yeswomensnetwork.com.
2: Also our advertiser PodServe FM, we couldn't do it without them. They get your podcast hosted and published quickly and easily. Visit them at podservefm slash messy to find out more.
0: And a thank you to our advertiser, Thrivecart. They are the number one shopping cart software that grows your income from existing traffic with high converting checkout pages, upsells and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com slash cart
2: once again don't miss an episode head on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe today
0: I'm just looking at your page right now and there's what you put on here about Elmo and there's fruit (laughs) and then there's something else And that's my kind of humor, Ryan, (laughs) and that's not Sheila's humor. So, like, just FYI, like, I already laughed, reacted to that, because, yes, that's my kind of humor. There you go. So, yeah. (laughs)